Mm-hmm. We're back. One more football game. Brad hit the sad high point and let's go. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Backdoor Cover. This is Micah. I'm joined, as always, by the legendary Brad Key. Brad, what's happening? Micah, you, you should know this by now, but the uh, the high porn only has one sound, one tone. It's it's. Yeah, uh, we should get a sad high porn. Just a... Dun, 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 dun. Wah, wah. Yeah, womp womp. Yeah, that's the anti-hype. We, yeah. uh, we, only had, we only have one football game left, and we only had one real football game this weekend. Uh, we're going to break it all down. Uh, how's everything else in your life, Brad? Man, everything is great. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, not a lot to report. Just uh, changing dirty diapers by the dozen daily. Uh, you know, feeding babies at all hours of the night. Two, three, four, you pick it. And then, uh, you know, slaving away at my day job. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Not a whole lot of fun stuff to talk about unless you really enjoy... Uh, poopy diapers that's that's kind of the highlight of my 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 daily activities these days let's go with you baby uh you know if you follow me on linkedin you'll mm-hmm. we'll know there have been some uh some big career moves happening <laughs> and i'm not gonna talk about that extensively here on this podcast uh, i will say if you are in the market to buy a home you should still reach out to me i am still you're doing 100%. both I'm still 100% a certified mortgage advisor. Damn, Micah. Licensed uh, in Texas and my company throughout 44 states. We want to help you uh, if you're looking to buy a home. But if you're looking to finance some equipment, I can help you with that too. But we'll we'll get into that at a later date. You're the Go opposite to- of the high point, Micah. You, are, you have all sorts of layers here. You are financing motherfuckers any way they want to come. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed with you. You know, there was another... One other professional note that I have not posted on LinkedIn. I'm also now the uh, editorial director. Whoa. For Dripping Spring City Lifestyle Magazine. Oh, yeah. Is that come title only? No pay? No, they're paying me. Oh, what? You're a, yeah. you're a professional editor? I'm back, baby. Yeah, producer Micah, back on, you know, he's producing some print. But it is what it is. Some of the, the finest Dripping Springs related content you can imagine. Uh, more to come there as well. Wow. All right. Well, uh, now that we got that out of the way, there's only one other thing to talk about. Sober January. Today is, is today the 31st or the 30th? 3-1, baby. 31st. Today's the last day of sober January. This is it. If you're like me, you're going to make it at least to the weekend. And oh, perhaps. God, that's so lame. Why would you do that? Well, I mean, why not? Well, I may I at this that's fall. true. I, I guess also kind right. of started on the second. Okay. Okay. Actually, I might have had drinks on the second. I think mm. I kind of started on the third. So I at a minimum I owe it till Friday. Okay. Um, but it is there's one thing that's helped me. Tell more me. than mocktails, more than the non-alcoholic beers I drank during football games. Early bird CBD. Go stock up earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO, A-L-G-O. Uh, if you're gonna go damp in February, like your boy is, you know, <laughs> early bird, come home. Pop an early bird, get nice and relaxed, get some sleep. What's get damp? Back. Does damp mean you're just like casually drinking, but not drinking much? Or I think it just means you just drink on the weekends. Okay, okay. So you're not like you're not saturated fully. You're you're a little damp. You're well, a little I'm not moist. Ready to just dive into the pool again after a month without booze. 
See, that's exactly the way you should do it, though. Not dive in. Like, you should slowly work your way back in and not just build your tolerance back up in one week. I mean, and then I you're do say back that. To your shithole. Yeah, back to feeling like a dumpster. Say that, but as a programming note, we are set to record the, I like, I'll, I'm going to say, like, 35th annual mm-hmm. uh, backdoor cover Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza episode this week. It's a big week. In the building, in the flesh. Maybe we should invite guards too, just for fun. I don't, yeah, my house might get burned down, but whatever, we figured out. And uh, I'm planning to have two hazy IPAs, but that could turn into just rounds of fireball shots. Who mm. knows? It's like it's 2014 all over again. I like your optimism and enthusiasm, Micah. It's, it's, all, that, it's, it's all that I can ask for. You're ready to give it your all, and uh, we're going to record that on Sunday. So those of you listening, uh, we will have that wonderful annual tradition back uh, on the airwaves sometime next week. A tradition unlike <laughs> uh, coming to you next week. So uh, today we're going to talk about the games, well, and really the game from last weekend. We won't talk too much about the Super Bowl because we got two weeks to do that. And we'll look at some other sports news. So you think we got everything covered here, Brad? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Uh, let's start with the, we'll start with the 49ers game because there's not a whole lot to say. Uh, Brock Purdy, 49ers third string quarterback, gets hurt on the first drive, does not essentially, I mean, he does return in the second half, but can't throw the ball more than five yards. Apparently has a major injury that will require six months of rehab. Uh, And this game turns into not a game at all. The Eagles roll onto the Super Bowl uh, with a convincing win at home against a team that couldn't throw a forward pass. You have any other thoughts on this game? Well, and just what a fucking bummer it was. So the Eagles hurt Brock Purdy, and then in the same fashion, hurt Josh Johnson, who was like whatever their fifth string quarterback. And my question is: is are they have they figured out a way to purposefully injure quarterbacks? I this is something I'm curious about. Like, is this an intentional uh, tactic? Like, clearly you want to block the ball, and that's what they're intending to do, but in doing so, as the arm is going forward, it's jamming the elbow and essentially causing ligamental damage to the elbow joint. And I don't know, man. It, that seems like something that defenses could do purposefully and really screw up teams that they're playing versus uh, short and long term. So I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. But if you could do it twice in one game, it seems like something you could do pretty, you know, over a 17-week season, you could probably do it quite a bit more if you wanted. So... I don't know. Seems a little bit questionable to me. I wonder if they're going to put in protections for uh, quarterbacks moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you protect against something like that. But <laughs> don't hit him in the arm when he throws it. Yeah, anger or something. Or this is the first time I've seen that specific injury. But um, I feel like that's what happened to Josh Allen too. It's like you're you are throwing the ball. It's in the forward motion. Yeah, isn't that what's wrong with um, Purdy as well? I do, I do not know. Okay. I am not a doctor. Well, it looked like their elbows just got jammed up as they were like coming forward in their throwing motion. And just like if the, the defender puts his hand up, jams the elbow so that it can't go forward. And when you're trying to throw with force and accuracy, I could imagine that causing pretty extreme damage. So I don't know. Interesting it's just kind numbers. of amazing that I don't know how many football games there are every year, but that had to be the worst NFL game of the season. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it was just 
like it had super high stakes, obviously. But as soon as that happens and you have a quarterback and then he got and then what Johnson got hurt. Yeah. They had to put Purdy back in who literally could not throw the ball. Like that's just a nightmare. That's ter it's a terrible, terrible game. Yeah. I mean I mean it's just, you know, that's it. There's not a whole lot else to say. There we we could talk about the X's and O's and but there's not really much point. At least uh, there were some McCaffrey highlights that were really, really, really outstanding. Though there's that one touchdown run he, where he broke like four consecutive tackles, uh, like in every way you can do. Like he juked a guy, he left a guy, he stiff armed a guy, and then did something else, some other poor bastard, and then took his ass into the end zone. It was impressive, man. McCaffrey, uh, pretty damn good season. They, uh, I just hope that he can stay healthy moving forward and the San Francisco team can figure out how to keep a quarterback healthy because, like, what is that, four or five hurt in a one-season uh, calendar? Like, It's just such a tragedy because San Francisco yeah, is so Four guys all go down, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a tragic, shitty way for a season to end. Um, I mean, I, I'm with you. Um, Christian McCaffrey looks like a good investment. The way he played ever since he got to, to San Francisco, including in the playoffs, he was good enough to carry them on uh, with just, you'd think with average quarterback play, at least you'd have a game. Yeah. And uh, it it also kind of goes to show how shitty that Johnson guy must be. Like, Well, it's either that or the, Philadelphia's good, man. That D is good. Well, and, that's true. But this is his 13th team, and he looked like he was a scared puppy dog. Uh, you know, a guy... Brock Purdy, who comes in and has played like eight games, looks like a pro until he gets hurt. Anyway, it was, uh, there's not, I mean, we're wasting time in talking about this game. The 49ers go home and the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. I will say the Philadelphia Eagles offense looked pretty damn good, even against that, that San Francisco defense. And I know that they had to deal with like shitty field position and all sorts of momentum air issues with quarterback injuries, but still. I mean, Eagles put up 21 in the first half versus an elite San Francisco defense. So something to take into the Super Bowl here is if they've got some some mojo on offense going with that mean-ass defense, that is a recipe for uh, pretty good stuff. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, they are a uh, two-point favorite in the uh, Super Bowl as we, as we head into that to face the Kansas City Chiefs who return to the big game, uh, beating the Bengals... Uh, by a field goal, the in a in a pretty dramatic and fun game. Not necessarily like perfectly played. Lots of penalties. Lots of it seemed like there were lots of penalties on the Bengals, but I never thought that any of them were particularly bad penalties. I know people are bitching and saying the refs and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, the Bengals made a lot of penalties, but it seemed like they were mostly legit. Um, and it's sort of an ugly game and a testament to Joe Burrow and the Bengals that despite being outplayed in a long, you know, by a large margin uh, in, in some respects, they kept this game very close. And if out, without that split second late hit, we're headed to overtime again. Yeah. I, I'm looking at this kind of from a different lens. And to me, it's the Chiefs coming in with Mahomes with basically one leg and Kelsey shook up and all of these injuries and they still gutted out this win. And I just think that that's, that speaks volumes to character and the like unwillingness to give up. You're going against Joe Burrow and this Bengals team that actually has beaten you 
every single time you've faced them since Joe Burrow's joined the Bengals team, there's all sorts of, you know, history here, recent history uh, that suggests that the Bengals have the Kansas City's number and they came out all sorts of injuries and just kind of haymaker them after haymaker. And I don't, I don't know what Mahomes' injury is, but I don't know how the hell he moved around as well as he did with how bad his ankle looked the week before. So I don't know. Did they like send him to Germany for stem cell replacement or something? Like how did this happen? I don't even get it. That's sorted out now. Yeah. Now Uh, he's got two more weeks to get it, get it figured out. So, I mean, I still can't imagine he'll be full, full strength by the time that the Super Bowl comes, but I just have no clue how he was moving. Like he was during this game. Football is such a weird game that that is cornerback is obviously the most important position yet. It is the one position on the field that you could play while you're hurt. Sort of. Because, uh, sort of. I, it, it not, perhaps if, you got, not if you got guts, man, like that's so gutty. You know, you can take five step drops and throw the football and just not step up and not run. But like, you know, I mean, that's his plant foot, man. Like, I don't understand yeah. how he's throwing those. Like, and you could see there were balls that floated dude's in. Got, dude's got incredible arm talent. I mean, he's throwing, yeah. you know, he's famous for throwing the ball off the wrong foot and doing all those things you know, throwing across his body and all that stuff. Um, you know, an average quarterback with that, with that injury is cooked, cooked, even above average. I think anybody besides Mahomes is cooked. Like I really do. I think that he, his performance was whatever next level, otherworldly Michael Jordan flu game type shit. Well, there you have it. Mm. Uh, it should be a pretty tasty Super Bowl. The top seeds in both conferences, really the best two teams for most of the year. I guess Buffalo was probably considered the best team the first half of the year, yeah. especially the AFC. But, you know, the Chiefs have been consistent. They are monsters. It's incredible what Mahomes has done without a stud, a number one receiver, um, other than Kelsey, obviously, who is mm-hmm. beast. Um you know, and I think it should be a compelling matchup. Indeed. I think it'd be a great one. Pumped. Eagles are shockingly good this year. I didn't see this coming, which I think you could have heard from our over-unders episode at the beginning of the year. But well, you remember all the preseason buzz from, you know, sports gambling people. And like, it seemed like the week before the season, everybody jumped on the Eagles bandwagon. Yeah, all you're the- right. There was like preseason hype that started happening. It happened like, but it happened like right before the, the first game. And uh, I guess they were on to something because Philly's been been a very good team all season. Turns out uh, Jalen Hurts is good. Speaking of Jalen Hurts, did you see he was at the Syracuse basketball game last night? No. What was he doing there? Uh, it was Syracuse versus Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, Syracuse is four hours from Philadelphia. <laughs> Why? He, he, of course, went to high school in Texas, played football in Alabama and Oklahoma, and now plays in Philadelphia. Why he would be at Syracuse seems mind-numbing to me. I don't understand. I said this in one of my group chats, to yeah. which uh, Burt Brandt said, it's either women or money. And I said, okay, well, I mean, I'm sure you can hunt plenty of women in you know Philadelphia. There's probably plenty of people with money there. And then he said, well, this took me literally five seconds, and he sent me a tweet from somebody who said that he's sitting next to a billionaire uh, who's known for bringing high-profile athletes to games at Syracuse. So, oh, there you go. Money-making you know, opportunity. He just get in the car and drive to Syracuse. I'm sure he took a private jet there, went to the game, and came home. Maybe like a, a little short helicopter ride by, followed by a private jet. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. So uh, shouts to Jalen Hurts, uh, which seemed like a weird place to be uh, the day after going to the quarterback, but are going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first Super Bowl to feature two African-American starting quarterbacks. How about that? Which we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more about as, as the week goes along. Uh, the other big storyline, the Kelsey brothers to play against each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I love how the whole Kelsey, the one on the Eagles, the center, the whole narrative is like shifted to where they're like, oh, this guy's the best athlete, offensive lineman, athlete in the, the entire NFL and all this stuff. And it's like, are you guys just saying that because his brother's plays tight end? Like, why, why, where did this guy even come from? How long has he been in the league? I need to know more about him. That's, I think he's been all pro like four times, though. Has he? But kind of just goes to show that we don't pay attention to offensive linemen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is the big story. My wife is already asking me about it last night. Okay. So I'm sure Good Morning America and Today's Show will be talking about it for the next two weeks. Uh, you know, the Kelsey brothers apparently have a podcast together. Yeah, I, which I've seen it before. Really good. Yeah, like he went to college in Cincinnati. Best, this is the best athlete podcast anyone's ever had. I've um, heard clips off it. I just haven't actually listened to the pod itself. Well, shouts to them. They're going to get a lot of pub this week, I'm sure. Here's a little uh, background for you, Micah. He, uh, Jason Kelsey uh, went to college 2006 to 2010 at Cincinnati. Drafted 2011, six rounds. time. Yeah. So there you go. Looks like he's um, only played for, damn, the Eagles drafted him. So he's been there. Hey, how about the biggest news in pro football? Let's hear it. There's a uh, new, the Baltimore Ravens are sending a quarterback to the Pro Bowl. It is not Lamar Jackson. It's Tyler Hundley. Why? What? what? Tyler Hundley okay. is going to the Pro Bowl with two touchdown passes this season. Snoop. I think they call him Snoop. They do call him Snoop, yeah. Um, How'd that happen? He is the fourth alternate. He was added to replace Josh Allen. Uh, I think they lose Pat Mahomes was the starter because okay. he's now in the game, obviously. I guess they're playing this game this weekend. They're doing it in between. Something like uh, that. And it's like flag yeah. football or something. Yeah, something like that. Pat hey. Mahomes, Allen, and Joe Burrow. Oh, Burrow was selected as a backup. I don't know why Burrow isn't playing. Um, Probably because he don't want to. Burrow is just out. Uh, other selections included Tua, who's obviously not playing, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson. Herbert has a shoulder, Jackson a knee, Tua a series of concussions. <laughs> what about Baker Mayfield? And Derek Carr also got a Pro Bowl, uh, which is just hilarious. That's like the entire. That's like three quarters of the league you just ran off, rattled off. It's amazing, uh, Derek Carr, who. His team literally said, get out of the building the last two games is now gets to go play in the Pro Bowl game, whatever it is, in Las Vegas. He doesn't have to leave. I, I wonder if he gets to wear the Raiders. <laughs> or if he just like wears free agent stuff because that's how he ended the season. Is it time for them to give up on this game? Like, what a fucking disaster. I'm sort of mildly interested this year. You are. Because okay. it's it's not a game. It's a flag football game. Uh, with other game, stuff, but yeah, right. But it's not the game, you know, exactly. yeah. Um, which is good, okay. Because the Pro Bowl is unwatchable, and you get Eli and Peyton and Snoop Dogg's involved, and so is uh, what's the guy with the big penis uh, who dated Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Tommy uh, Lee? No, 
no, no. Uh, you're thinking of of um, Pamela Anderson. Pam Anderson. No, uh, Pete uh, Pete Davidson. Oh, he's got he's hung too, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's notorious for big dick energy. Mm. A lot of people attribute that to him. Mm. Apparently, his big piece. Congratulations to you, sir. <laughs> well, we'll see him on the Pro Bowl games this weekend. Who am I kidding? Uh, there's no way I'm watching any of that. Not one second. I'll tell you that right now. I am not watching one minute. But uh, uh, yeah, who knows? I mean. Okay. Are you telling me you're not excited to watch Derek Haar and Tyler Huntley play flag football? That doesn't excite you, Brad? God, that mm. sounds terrible. Eh. Uh, let's I talk think about I'll be watching Le- some NBA. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James, LeBron James, uh, LeBron now 117 points away from Kareem on the all-time scoring list. Amazing, and uh, that's happening. He is apparently uh, he was probable. To play tonight. Now apparently he's going to play at New York. It's the Knicks at the Garden. Mm. That game is anywhere else? Probably not. Uh, they had that terrible call go against them last week. If, as I'm sure you saw that. Yep. Um, First Boston. Mm-hmm. 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 His reaction was wild. He looked like a pro wrestler. Yeah, he was. He was really upset. He's been doing that a lot lately. Did you see him kind of melt? Oh, you of course you. Everybody saw him melt down when Shannon Sharp was there and like. Jaws like chill, Braun. <laughs> it was awesome, but um, he's been a uh, he's been kind of leaning into this old man heel persona that I uh, I think is kind of new to the Braun Braun whatever legacy. I'm not just not so sure that he doesn't quit soon. Yeah, right. Not until like uh, obviously not till the season's over, but I'm not sure if he breaks this record, which he's going to before the All Star game. That this isn't the end. He just doesn't seem to be having a lot of fun. I mean, I obviously wants to play with his son, um, but I, you know, I don't know. That if ain't he's happening be- him soon. Yeah, he said something earlier this season about how he's just not interested in playing unless it means something. Um, but I don't know. I'm getting weird vibes from LeBron. Interesting. He just wants out of L.A. That seems to be a a tough, tough franchise to play for at this point. Well, it's all his doing, unfortunately. Looks like LA he is, is at the end of the year, though. Uh, they're in thirteenth place, on, by the way, in the West. Do you have any thoughts on uh, things going on in the world of golf currently? Mm, not really. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Last week they played. I think it was Farmers, and they played Wednesday through Saturday because they didn't want to compete against the Sunday NFL slate. Uh, Max Homa won. There's been some pretty interesting comebacks uh, this year. There was a John Rom came back from way down to Marikawa a couple of weeks back. It was compelling TV. Um, it's been uh, it's been an interesting early season, but uh, Rom has been absolutely dominant. And uh, yeah, some of these younger guys, some of these younger up and coming guys, have been you know getting consistent top tens. So. New faces to be seen. Uh, should be a good golf season. I'm. I haven't really like engrossed or whatever gotten fully into the season and like started putting money on things yet. But I think that's gonna have to start this weekend probably. Are you excited for Live going to Mexico City next month? I just haven't figured out how to appreciate anything that's going on there. Like I don't know how to gamble on it. In which case, that means I don't really care to watch. Like I may casually spectate, but. Until there's like DraftKings or something like that that I can put money on and then have a vested interest, I don't think I'm ever going to be whatever. I'm not going to ever be all in on that. 
like I need a fantasy football or something like that that gets me to watch every single week. Otherwise, it's just kind of eh, another stupid league that I don't particularly care about, but that I'd watch if I got nothing better to do. It's basically the XFL. That's exactly what it is with uh, more talent. I just love this quote from Phil. The headline is, uh, Fitter Mickelson expects good year back on social media. Uh, Phil says he's as light as he's been in three decades. How about that? Will be quieter on social media. Has uh, he? Uh, is he? Suspe- this- is he uh, not allowed to play on the Champions Tour now because he's got cut his ties with the PGA? I can't imagine he's too interested in playing the Champions Tour. I mean, he should be playing that. That's where he's going to win. Uh, Mickelson, just listen to this quote. Okay. Mickelson, speaking to reporters Tuesday ahead of this week's PIF Saudi International in King Abdullah Economic City, Saudi Arabia, Hmm. said that he was embarrassed by how he played last year. What in the world are we doing? We're just taking huge bags of money from Saudis that are naming cities after themselves. Yeah, I just can't do it. You don't have to, luckily. Yeah, that's a good point. I I will be watching. I the chances of me watching some of the Pro Bowl is probably better than watching any of Live. Not me. Even, I would watch Live in a heartbeat over the Pro Bowl. That shit sucks. It is unbearable. But yeah. it is what it is. I I don't. Probably, I, that doesn't mean I'm going to watch either. Good. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. I'm I'm here for you, Micah. Anything else in the world of sports to talk about? There's college basketball going on, but we don't don't really have time to get yeah, into all. Of it. I don't think we've got many expert takes in college hoops just quite yet, but we're going to get there. I guess there is a noteworthy thing to talk about here that may be influencing programming moving forward on Backdoor Cover. Mitch has rolled out his new algorithm, the algo for the NBA, and I believe it's after a week or so of data is churning out some pretty solid results here. So. He is uh he's turned the machine into a uh multi-sport analytics plat analytics platform and uh right the algorithm yeah, is is it can it, never be stopped. It's multi-sport. So we we should probably be doing some episodes about the NBA and doing some more kind of uh nitty-gritty more granular shit on the NBA front. So I'm pumped to kind of get into the NBA season. It's been pretty good so far and I've been watching it pretty closely and keeping tabs on things. So I'm looking forward to that. I love it. All right, let's get out of here, Brad. Yeah, let's play you out. This has been fun. Mm, always. Uh, we will be back with the, of course, with the prop bet extravaganza this weekend. Uh, do not miss it. It is the best. The best podcast of the whole year. And uh, I think that's it. That's and until next time, check out earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.